We looked very different, but we were more alike than I realized. The backstory made me see it. I want to share a story with you. It's a true story, and it's my own experience. It happened five years ago, but it's still relevant because there's a lesson that I took from it, and I hope that um, it's of some value to you too. I was 45 years old at the time, and I was returning back to Jamaica from a business trip. I was tired. I was jaded. I hated my job. I felt underutilized, and more than that, I felt like a misfit in that particular organization. I felt always at odds with the prevailing culture. I just wanted to get home. Did I say I was tired? Yeah, I was tired. So I schlepped me and my knapsack and my handbag down the plane aisle. I'm on the plane heading home to my assigned seat. 18F. And would you know it? Sure enough, there she was sitting in 18F. I mustered a smile and said, I think you're in my seat. She flashed her cheap to me, long jet black weave, batted some long, obviously fake eyelashes, and clicked her long bejeweled multicolored tips on the armrest. Eh? Mm -hmm. Are you seat this? <laughs> Boy, me just grab a seat, you know. How am I for sit now? <sighs> I sighed deeply and I prayed silently. Baby Jesus, give me strength. Because me not giving up my window seat. I may not have the skills to take on this girl, you know. Let me see what seat you got on your boarding pass then, no? I said in as friendly a manner as I could. She replied, me get 18D. I said, oh, okay, you're in the aisle seat right here. She looked me up and down, hear her. Make me come out so you can come in. You look like you need the space for come in, yeah, so. <laughs> I thought to myself, this bitch better watch her mouth. I chuckled silently, knowing full well that Latisha, Laquanda, Ladasha, or La something like that, scored 100 with that reference to my full-bodied physique. Yeah, I had to take that L. Yes, thank you, I said to her. I needed all the space. I need all the space I can get. So I squeezed in. Yes, I squeezed in. And Miss Thang placed her narrow, blinged out behind in the 18D seat. She kept looking at her phone. She kept jumping up out of her seat, looking towards the front of the aircraft as if she was expecting someone. She kept rummaging through her bag. She kept clicking those acrylics. She was fingering the huge gold-plated crystal encrusted 3D heart thingy that hung from a cow chain around her neck. My girl made a call and I heard references to late flight. Miss earlier flight, debug them, blah, 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 as I tried to tune her out, wishing that we were about to land in Kingston rather than just taking off from Miami. By this time, she had now taken her seat and she was keening back and forth with her arms around her belly, her head gently bumping on the seat in front of her. 
I, listen, I paid closer attention to my Kindle and pressed as far as I could into my seat. Good God, this was going to be a very long flight. 18E arrived and he slid into his seat with ease. Miss Thing and 18E struck up an easy conversation. She was still very hyper and she looked as if she needed to just talk, you know. She couldn't keep still. He borrowed her phone and made a call. As it turns out, because yes, I'm listening in, I couldn't help it. Remember, we're all seatmates now. So as it turns out, he saw a picture of his woman come up on her phone when he entered the number. And he was positively mystified. Well, by this time, let me confess, so was I. You see, by this time, I knew that they didn't know each other. And I too wanted to know how come the man woman come up on our phone. She explained, and let me try and do it like her. I want app me download. And once the person you called upon Facebook, them picture come up and them location too, even if you and them are not friends. Well, at this point, I was positively mystified. So me just join in the niceness too and started to probe her for information about this app. So we are all now friends. We cussed the attitude-filled flight attendant who refused to make eye contact when giving out the little free drinks. She says she, Miss Thing, told me that if she ever copped an attitude like that on her job at the nursing home in Miami, she wouldn't have any work. Here are. When me a clean up the old white people, them and them stinking shit, you think me can skin up my face? Hell no, me have to grin and bear it. If them old people could have look after themselves and not shit up themselves, then I wouldn't have a work. Me and 18E, we nodded sagely. And we agreed, customer service is critical. And the flight attendant lady could stand to do a refresher course. So... You see the picture, we're all getting cozy and bonding and then Miss Thing makes an announcement. She just blurts it out. Me I go see my baby. So I turn to her. I says, really? When last were you home? She said, four years now since me come home. Oh, wow, says I. How old is your baby, boy or girl? She replied, she has six. I quickly did the math. So that means the last time you saw your daughter, she was only two. A baby. She couldn't even talk. I said, whoa. Tears filled her eyes. She said to me, you have to do what you have to do. Me miss her bad, bad. Me did have a little problem with my green card. But me just pay one lawyer man for straighten it out and see me I know. Today our birthday too. Today was her, that day was her daughter's birthday. In that moment, at that point, we, the two of us, were simply two mothers. Two women with children that we loved. I said to her, I bet you never slept last night. She looked at me with her eyes wide open. How oh, you know so? I replied, I said, you know, I have children too. And I can only imagine how you are feeling. 
By this time, the tears were right there, and we looked straight at each other. Look, we do the best we can for our children. That best looks different, mother to mother, situation to situation. But the motives, the motives remain the same. She described that she was surprising her daughter and her sister and how she felt nauseous, how she hadn't slept for the past two nights. She was so filled with anticipation and anxiety and joy and all of those were mixed up together in one big complicated mass of emotions. She explained to me she missed her earlier flight because she had to repack her overweight bags. They were filled with birthday gifts and clothes and stuff. She explained that she had to pay American an extra $350 to carry all her stuff. She told me how grateful she is to finally be able to do this. She said that she had to miss her daughter's father's funeral due to her own green card issues when he was shot and killed last year. It made sense to me now. Her jumpiness and skittishness all made sense now. I was truly and sincerely moved. I noticed her gorgeous smile. I was drawn in by her unpretentiousness. I was made comfortable by her frankness. I connected with her authenticity. I looked into her eyes and I understood, mother to mother, woman to woman. I leaned over and looked through the window of the plane. See the lights of Kingston there? I pointed out to her. And at that time, I wished that I had let her keep the window seat. After all, seeing your home after four years is something to get excited about. She literally jumped out of her seat, leaning across 18E, and we both bumped heads looking through the window, squealing loudly with joy. Yes, I was squealing too. I was caught up because I, I understood what she was feeling. I saw a few heads turn in thinly veiled disgust. But you know what? At that point, it really did not matter to us. We knew the back story. And that's the thing. There is always, always, always a backstory. Assume that. Don't let's be so quick to rush to judgment. Let's not be so quick to label people. We have this need to put them in a box before we decide if we can let them into our space or not. Perhaps we should instead suspend judgment. Simply accept the person until he or she provides a valid reason to do otherwise. The backstory counts. God is good, I said to her. May God go before you and smooth your path, and may your reunion be more than you imagined it would ever be. May God grant you, Mom, the perfect two weeks back home. That was it. We said goodbye in the customs hall, and I was anxious to get home too. I remember thinking about her. I didn't get her name, but I remember wanting to believe that she was hugging up with her baby girl, flashing out her hair, dressed up to the nines, and unapologetically letting her joy hang out. This is Chapter Happy.
of her backstory.